Talking about trigger warnings, I should probably give you a trigger warning for this one, but have you recently seen a photograph of gangrenous toes? Perhaps uh, you've seen an image of a face with a missing jaw or perhaps you've seen a dissected lung. You certainly would have if you're a smoker or if you know a smoker because they're the very images printed on cigarette packages here in Australia. Well, tomorrow will mark 10 years since Australia was the first country to roll out plain uh, packaging on cigarettes. To mark the occasion, the federal government has flagged even more changes to some of these products. Simon Chapman is an emeritus professor of public health at the University of Sydney. He was in Canberra today for the announcement. Welcome to you, Simon. How was the feeling in the room today? How are public health experts like yourself feeling right now, 10 years on? Well, it was like a big dark cloud had kind of lifted. A, a smoky <laughs> um, cloud, really. you could say. <laughs> that's right. I mean, over the last 10 years, um, there's been very little that's happened in Australian tobacco control, whereas the, the 20, 30 years before that, it was, you know, an announcement kind of every year that things were happening. I mean, the Whitlam government kicked off the big one when they started banning tobacco advertising in 1976, and then uh, the Hawke and uh, Keating governments um, did a lot of stuff with indoor smoking, getting rid of that. Public service went first, federal public service. Uh, Michael Wood Wooldridge uh, with the Liberals um, introduced the the big uh, campaign. You know, the, the every cigarette's doing a da- damage national campaign, and Rudd, Rudd and Gillard governments uh, saw through plain packaging with uh, Nicola Roxon. She was there the, today, wasn't she, Nicola Roxon? No, it was lovely to see her and uh, she, you know, it seems, you know, 10 years since that happened is remarkable. But um, 27 other countries have copied Australia now uh, and have passed legislation or implemented it already. And, um, you know, we know how effective that is because the the tobacco companies uh, uh, took us to the World Trade Organisation, took us to a special Asian tribunal and also to the Australian High Court and they got, they, they got, knocked out of the uh, the park in each of those uh, settings very, very badly. And uh, so there are no impediments to other countries introducing them other than uh, lack of courage, you know, on, on some of the governments who are afraid of litigation and so forth. But, you know, we, we, we sort of manned up to that one and we won. And so it was, it was great to see Nicola there today. But the announcements today were, were very exciting as well. Yeah, so let's um, get to those. The Health Minister, Mark Butler, has flagged standardising the size of tobacco packets and products. What's the thinking behind this? How are tobacco companies manipulating the size or or, or the length of cigarettes to bolster sales? Well, Australia is uh, almost unique in the world in going down that route. Um, you can buy packets of cigarettes, 50s, I think 40s, 35s, 30s, 25s, 20s, that sort of thing. And we do, we've do we long banned 10s because they were the ones clearly directed at kids who could afford to buy them. Um, but all other countries around the world, it's, it's standard 20 packs, 20 size. And of course, this has allowed all sorts of, uh, you know, pee and thimble tricks with the industry um, that, you know, allow people to think they're getting a bargain, you know, and it's it's a, a, the front end of their um, kind of budget um, brand sort of exercise that they're doing. So all that will uh, be going. Um, there is also plans to extend um plain packaging to the actual cigarettes themselves. Really? So So what will be printed on cigarettes these days? 
Well, it'll it'll be nothing at the moment. You've you've just got uh, well, just I don't think you've got anything on them at the moment. But um, uh, the proposal is that there would be health warnings. You know, like Canada, for example, I think has either implemented or is planning very soon to implement a warning and saying every cigarette contains you know a poison. Words to that effect, and um, there's also talk about uh, or plans to to require the cigarette colouring the paper not to be white, which connotes kind of purity and safety, uh, you know, gold. I mean, some, some sub-brands have had coloured papers, you know, gold um, connotes kind of privilege and stuff and dark ones, you know, sort of edginess, you know, sort of uh, goth kind of connotations, that sort of thing. So there was some speculation in the room today. Of course, it hasn't been announced what the what the colours will be or the colour will be, but we did that with plain packaging and you you may recall that we were going to call it olive green and then the olive manufacturers uh, jumped up and said please don't call it olive green. <laughs> our products aren't carcinogenic they're yeah. organic yeah I that's can see. right yeah and so so they they call it you know some sort of panatone xyz or something like that but they're um someone someone said today you know maybe baby put yellow or baby put brown or something like that would be the kind of the color that because tobacco companies don't put all these colors you know white and and the, the the livery that used to be on tobacco packs for nothing it's all highly highly researched for the market segments that they're most most interested in attracting to smoking which of course is young people yeah and, I, I, um, actually i do want to before we run out of time ask about vaping the uh, tga the therapeutic goods administration will also be asked to review rules around vaping we've uh, spoken before on this program about the appeal of vaping to particularly minors with uh, an eye to cracking down on e-cigarettes and how they're sold. So when you consider how largely unregulated e-cigarettes have been, is this a significant announcement? Well, that was, I think, uh, the the elephant in the room today. You know, it was uh, the biggest uh, issue facing the country. We've got astronomically accelerating rates of vaping in young people. And uh, so what the government is proposing is that there will be a consultation led by the Therapeutic Goods Administration about what needs to be done about what's occurred. And uh, he acknowledged that Greg Hunt, the former health minister under the LMP, had implement well had introduced um, prescription access only, and had said that he d- he was going to ban importation, so that people couldn't import uh, vaping products to be sold, you know, wherever. Um, and uh, he got, of course, rolled by a backbench group, you know, Holly Hughes, Matt Canavan, Barnaby Joyce, that that group. And um, Morrison didn't stand up to that group, and uh, effectively, it just went away. So that's what has caused uh, what we're seeing today with with kids, and uh, the, the therapeutic goods and uh, therapeutic goods administration are going to be taking submissions from people about well what should be done about this and of course the pro vapors will say oh we should you know we should let it be sold by vaping shops we should let it be sold sold by corner shops and whatever and of course we know what happens there profit motive guarantees that lots will be sold to kids which is exactly what's happening at the moment Yeah, very interesting to reflect on 10 years of plain packaging and uh, certainly some new uh, regulations uh, coming down the line. Simon Chapman is an Emeritus Professor of Public Health at the University of Sydney. Appreciate your time tonight, Simon. Yeah, thanks, Andy. 
ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.